Welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita. You probably know me as Bible Study Girl. And um executing producing this here podcast. Executive. I know I'm having executive <laughs> producing executive. this here podcast. Hey Tom. Is that criticizing voice in the background you hear? Bible study brother. <laughs> Um, it is our Bible study brother, also known as Icarus Gray, over at Gray Area Anime. Go check us out. I, I really do like it. I think you <laughs> hit the nail on the on the head with that one. All right, um, and we also have another special guest here with us today. We're continuing our conversation with a Bible study mama. You're gonna greet the people, ma'am. Hey everybody, it's Bible Study Mama. Okay, oh, I see, like it. Yes, okay. I, I like the, I like you. it. She yeah. works. It. She's never gonna remember how to do it ever again. Huh? She doesn't have to do it like that every time. I just like uh, the hi everybody. Yes, I, that's I, my thing. I like the thing. Is, um, Hello. Yes. Hi everybody. <laughs> I'm glad she greeted everyone though. That was very very nice of her. That is her. You are tuning in, guys, to part two of our discussion about our experience with Haven. If you did not listen to the first podcast go check it out and also read the blog posts and where she read goes deeper the blog post where i go deeper um and that blog post was in december of 2019 so it was real far it back it was fresh though. It, it was fresh off the presses off, yeah. um that's you, what i'm saying you got to go back and you could, you can see a lot of um growth and changes and, and different things if they go back and do it you can definitely see a lot of growth and different changes um so last um, podcast we were talking, uh, like I said, about my experience at Haven. Haven is uh, funded by the Unique Foundation. They sell makeup. They also, well, the Uni- Unique Foundation does not sell makeup. They are a nonprofit, and they exist to help adult women survivors of childhood sexual abuse and I was blessed and fortunate enough to be able to go in December of 2019 after I went I told Bible study mama hey I got a lot of help in healing here or beginning of my healing journey I feel like it would be a great idea for you to go and participate um did she can you how did you feel when I said to you I think you should go um, I was receptive. Um, I th- I had never really talked about my childhood sexual abuse to, but a maybe a cup a handful a handful of people, and I didn't even start talking about it until I was in my twenties. Mm-hmm. So, um, thirty years later, uh, well, it was longer than thirty years. Um, but, um, yeah, to finally go and get help was really what I needed. I think that is, uh, so did my pumping it up encourage you to go? No, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you guys <laughs> it did not. She, when did you apply after I talked to you about it? Cause I came back in December, 2019. When did you apply? I may have applied like in maybe in January. Okay. It and was. It wasn't. It, it was. It wasn't she too seemed, long. It, it, it wasn't too long. She did listen. It seems like. Okay. So let me tell y'all. <laughs> this is our big baby. This is our big baby. They get in contact with her, and they are like, "We have a room for you." Like, 
I will say this too, like a lot of the women that I was at retreat with, God will make room for you. A lot mm-hmm. of the women that I was at retreat with had applied like long before because this is free. This is a no expenses. You just have to pay for your transportation there and back home. That is it. And God will. God will. God will make room for you. Like I said, I applied in October. I went in December. There were women that had applied six, seven, eight months before that were just getting to go. So for me to be able to go so quickly for a Bible study mama to be able to go so quickly was a blessing. I'm going to tell on you, though, like when she was accepted and she was like, I don't know. I don't know if this is a good time for me <laughs> to leave. And did we fuss at her? I I fussed at her. I know you did, but I feel like it was a sure. I feel like I told you you needed to go. For well, sure. Well, I think in my in my thought process, it's a lot of times I think about how it's going to affect other people around me as far as my presence. Because sometimes I'm needed for things and so forth and so on. But anyway, um, just trying to navigate my life and my job um, because I am the only person that does my job on a you know like on a daily basis. I do. There are some people that I can call on to say, "Hey, can you cover me for a few days or mm-hmm. something like that?" But uh, to be gone for a week sometimes I I probably put more responsibility on myself than I should and somebody brought that to my to my thought processes yesterday when we were talking but I have a tendency who, who to, was that somebody it wasn't me it wasn't her it was somebody she was you know she talked to people all the time it was not me I, I, I was just oh. asking who the somebody was she so I can, uh, she, yeah. on air it wasn't a man though it wasn't a man. I can guesstimate who it was, but we'll talk about that off air. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I you are told baby. You I know. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. And that is why I was going to tell him later. Okay. But anyway, it was, it was <laughs> after, Sorry, y'all, after weird. but yeah. So I, um, or we're not weird. This is just our dynamic. Deal with it. I was really trying to, I was trying to figure out like what would be a good time for what, what would be a good day for me to go <laughs> Like, okay, am I going to leave, like, on a Sunday? Because I think we had to be there. On, I had to be there on a Monday by 11, 11, you can 11 fly, a.m., yeah. You think? can fly in on the same day, but your plane has to land by 11 a.m. Because they're picking you up and from the airport. I could not find a flight that would land. So I ended up having a, well, I didn't pay for it. I was gifted two nights in uh, Salt Lake City because I wasn't going to be there on time. For the pickup. And when the retreat was over, there was not a flight that I could get out. So I had to spend again, is, a night When did there. you go? She ended up going in February. Yeah, so this is like it was the beginning of the winter when Sabrina went. I went at the beginning. Was it was bef- and now it's it was winter. Around winter. the 2nd of February. Because it was, I. the other thing I was worried about too is February is a real hard month for me mm-hmm. just because it's my brother's birthday and I didn't want to be away from family on his birthday. Right. 
Now, why so is it? I was so everybody, back. everybody may not know why your brother's birthday would be a hard occasion for you. Because he was murdered and um, his birth, our birthdays are five days apart. And generally he and I would spend our birthdays together. And so whenever February comes around, it's just, yeah. It's not, it's not good for me. And mentally, I mean, I'm trying to get to a point where it's not as depressing. I mean, I'm not as bad as I was when he first passed away. I don't need that. But I, you know, I still struggle. It's still a hard Around moment. that time. Yeah. I really struggle. And, and like, at the beginning of February, I'm always like, what's wrong with what me? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, that's like, my temperature gauge it for, just, like, It yeah. just hits me all of a sudden. But my whole, my subconscious mm-hmm. just takes over and I'm just like, uh, why am I sad? What is going on? I'm really depressed right now. What? Like I think in February you at least for the past two years you'll have a day where you're like, hey, I'm not in yeah, my phone. I'm not available. Yeah. Right. I I have to take a day. And it may not be his birthday. It may be, you know, it could be any day. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm I'm just not into life right now. Y'all just yeah. let me be. I don't and talk, I give, and I, I want to yeah, really socialize that with people. I just well, want to deal with myself. But we do the same thing, I think, with each other now is um, because we know that we all have the capacity to self-deprecate in that sense of when something is sad, we'll just, all right, I'm feeling sad. I'm going to go listen to sad music and, and be in my room eating. And it's like, okay, you do need that time. Um, even when dealing with he who shall not be named, I was like, mm, at the start, like, no, <laughs> like yeah, I nobody gave, gave you, me time at the no, start. No, 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 we did. No, you did. Well, no, we did. I, I'll take that back. Mama gave me like twelve hours. Like I did. I will and let I you have. Ha- I gave you forty eight <laughs> because I called. I said, well, I want to, and I was like, well, I don't want to, you know, do whatever. But I, she not sounding. Like this gonna like, and it's okay to be sad, but this a little like she don't know. <laughs> I will <laughs> chop down her door. <laughs> right, right, right. And okay, so, so yeah. that's why you were hesitant about February. But mm-hmm. can I ask you, even if it had been like in August, you still would have. She still would have found a scheduling yeah, thing, I've, like you know, and and you know, but I've always had an issue with scheduling issues because my best friend has for years wanted me to go traveling with her. And I was just like, well, you know, I've got, I'm the church secretary, I, you know, work and the kids are blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah, blah. And, and the like, kids are like, go and somewhere. Kids be like, please. Go. Like, please go because somewhere. Because you will, you, and, and the thing that I know that this is how I know it's just a mind state for you because no matter what, if we were free from COVID and everything else, there would be a summer vacation and a winter vacation. And you always make sure that you go. Like time, it don't matter what's going on. You tell folks, no, me and the family rolling out. But when it comes to taking care of you, all of a sudden you don't yeah. have time because it's like right, you got right. time. You got you time. Stopped, you but my thing was like <laughs> when I finally decided it was going to be both of our. I mean, she she's a few months older than I am, so you know she's the oldest. And I was like, well, where do you want to go? And she was like, let's go to Europe. And I'm like. Europe, girl, what is wrong with you? I mean, I had a passport and everything, and I was just like, well, hey, why don't I just go ahead and go? And it was going to be more than a week vacation. It was more like two weeks. And so 
I was like, hmm. That opened your wings. Will the world be, will my children be okay if I'm across the water? Yes, leave. We were fine. Goodbye. <laughs> yes, Lee. Please let us, know, Please. Let, us, let us know when you're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all, like, as long as you don't get over like, here and act like you ain't got no sense. But I must say, before we went on the trip, I did treat them. We had done Mom, a photo shoot. You act like listen, you, we're not babies. The, the who you mean. I know y'all aren't babies, okay. but okay. y'all are my And also, babies. this is listen, way. Let's this get is back on topic. Okay, because okay. you done okay. went on vacation. This is, this is and back you can to talk the, uh, about so your anyway, vacation. It, it really uh, it attests to the fact that I have a tendency not to do self care. Correct. And so this, uh, like I said, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so I was gifted with. Uh, the two nights stay and also the flight. I didn't have to pay for anything. I actually was able to go and um not have to worry. And not have to worry. Were you anxious before you went? Did you feel like, uh, I wonder because I was I was not really anxious because now you wouldn't discuss with me what happened at Haven because you said you wanted it to be my experience. Well, Correct. So but you did well. I could have I, told her everything about my experience, but I was like, I want you to go and have your personal experience. That's why, like, even if you and a sister apply, you don't go at the same time. They don't want you to go at the same time because they want you to be able to experience it for yourself, so you don't have to worry about somebody else's emotions. It really is a self care. Let's take care of you type thing. It is. And so and it was, and so I wanted her experience to be completely her own I didn't want to pollute her mind you know I just wanted to see um yeah just what your experience would be without my input without me saying and you know this and this like I didn't tell her anything I just told her it was a life-changing experience for me yeah. She's just and, dropping her jewels. Yeah, she is. Dropping jewels. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I mean I was I was I only told one other person and and I I have found a friend at my current church that I can talk to about stuff. And so the same person that brought to my mind yesterday. But anyway, I was telling her that uh I was going away and what it was about and she said, I'll be praying for you as you go. Right. And so I had somebody praying. And I th- I think I told my best, I told my the my two best friends. I told them that I was going. But um Yeah. Okay. So you said you weren't anxious. Were you anxious when you were in the car ride on the way through the canyon? No. No. What was your first impressions when you arrived at Haven? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> is this somebody's house? <laughs> is this a hotel? <laughs> but, like, going through those doors, oh, my goodness. Right. I'm like, a real person, like, lives here? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Be- when I say beautiful, it was a beautiful home um the fireplaces oh my god were just gorgeous the um the kitchen was gorgeous Mm -hmm. um 
And that food. The chef. Oh, the chef was off the chain good. <laughs> um, I enjoyed breakfast. I enjoyed all of the amenities that came with the retreat. Y'all, they even had a barbershop or a beauty salon. A beauty salon. I'm saying a barbershop. A beauty salon with yeah, I don't know four chairs, I think. People. I think there were four chairs in there. And this was the smallest number of people that had gone to this particular retreat. Because I think when you went, y'all had like 50? No, 40s? we didn't have 50. No. Yeah. How uh, many people did y'all have? 20-something. Y'all had 20-something. Okay, yeah. well, we only had like 15, 16. I mean, it was a really small group. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another African-American lady there was there with me and she was from Atlanta and I was like why would why'd you come to Salt Lake if you you know she was like I don't I mean I wanted to go away so (laughs) (laughs) so she and I were roommates Mm -hmm. and um we had a fantastic view of the mountains wow and the moon shining at night on the snow-capped mountains and it was it was so beautiful and peaceful it to be there. Right. And then to wake up in the morning and it was snowing and you could just sit on your bench, the window bench, and look out. It was just, there were so many beautiful aesthetic things right. that were there. And not just things to look at, but really the inside work. What was, mm-hmm. Okay, so the emotional work. I didn't give you any clues or any hints about what happened at Haven. How was group therapy for you? Was it uncomfortable for you? It was scary. Okay. Group therapy was scary to me. But here's the thing. I've been in, we've been in therapy for. A while, but not group therapy. A long time. (laughs) I, I think probably we've been in group, we've been in therapy for at least 11 years, maybe. Not consistently, but yeah. It's been that long? It's been 11 years. Not consistently, though. Because I'm just going to say. Mine is consistent. I got like. Well, I haven't been in, but go ahead. I got enough. I would say for the past five years. I would say for the past five years, but I haven't been this year. I went at the beginning before I lost insurance, but that's a whole different. But I mean, I've I've continued my process. But um, going to group therapy and them explaining what it was going to be when we were in our circle and I was placed, I was in a spot where I was like, I am not the first person to start. Mm -hmm. Thank you, God. (laughs) I I did not want to be the first person. And then listening to their stories and I'm like, oh my God. You you feel like your story is not as important when you hear other people's stories, but knowing that you've all been in that same situation is comforting. It is. I mean, That's we still I contact each other. We still talk to each, and we we inbox each other. We have our own group that we communicate with each other. You know, like on a regular basis because. <clears throat> Some of them are going through court processes and stuff like right. that, and so they keep 
us abreast of how things are going with them. Um, but it was challenging. Group therapy was uh, one of the things that I was most Sorry, wrong that, one. Yeah, wrong, wrong. It's it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it's kind of such a you, small girl. space. Yeah, okay, it's fine. You're okay. Hey, you're entitled to a coffee call. To coffee. Okay, we're being quiet because I'm <coughs> trying to get my executive producer's right, attention. Right, right, as right, he, right. we good, we got it, we got it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, group therapy, I think, was the thing that I was most uh, nervous about because. I didn't know what to expect. I had never been in group therapy before. And I'm like, yo, what is this going to be about? But I think it's one of the things that helped me the most. It kind of reinforced what I like about this platform, hearing other people's stories so you don't feel so alone. Right. And so to hear... it's just you You can't look at somebody and tell what they've been through. You have no clue. You have no idea. Uh, but to just sit down and listen to these women and their stories and their struggles um, was definitely very healing for me. Definitely very eye-opening for me. And it really did. It, it helped me as I started my healing process to not feel so alone. And like you said, I still... We have a group on Facebook. Uh, we communicate with each other. We check in on each other. How are you feeling today? Because I feel like childhood trauma is, I mean, it has a lot of similarities with grief. Mm-hmm. You may not even realize that that's what is affecting your mood that day or that's what's going on that day. So it's nice to have a circle of people um, that kind of get you yeah. and get where you're coming from sometimes. So I think that is one thing I'm really grateful for um, the experience to get in touch with people and connected with people that get me on a different level. Yeah. I think a lot of the, um, even the sessions that we had on um, mindfulness and self-awareness and um, self-care kind of things were, really impactful because I'm like uh yeah I'm being selfish now thinking about myself because that's one of the things that I struggle with is as well is like we know being selfish you're being selfish you know just but it's not really being selfish because if I'm not whole I can't give you You what you need you can't and so it's it's a process you know because people have expectations of you and I'm having to learn that I I can't live up to your expectations. I can only do what I can do. Right. Um, and so for me, that's been a struggle because that's been what I've done for 55 years. And so um, I realized this morning, I knew we were going to go through this and, and God put this in my spirit is that a lot of times <clears throat> the reason I don't want people to help me is because I don't know what you're going to want from me. Oh, that's very true. What What are you going to want from me? Right. I don't want to owe you. I, right. I don't want to owe you because during uh, my molestation, there were things to keep myself safe. I had to do some things. Right. And so 
I'm like, mm, no. Do you think you would? It's a trigger for me. Do you think you ever would have made that connection? When did you make that connection? This morning. Oh, so that was. Oh the, wow. Okay. That was never. I mean, it never was a thing where I realized the reason that even when people give me praise or say that I did something really well, and I'm like, okay, when is the other shoe going to drop? Like. I don't like accolades because I feel like there's something else coming behind it. Well, you know, there's some, I don't know that there's going to be a loss of something. And so I'm real anxious when people either give me verbal, you did a really good job, kudos kind of thing. It's like, oh, but next week. <laughs> right. What is going to be the discussion? Oh, well, you, know, you forgot something. And I I internalize a lot of stuff. So I'm having to learn not to not to internalize and rationalize everything. Like, what did you mean by that? <laughs> Stop talking to me because you're meaning something. There's a hidden meaning. Right. Excuse me. I'm not like that all the time. And I can. I can draw myself back and, and, and realize that that's where I'm going mm-hmm. with the thought process. But going there and sitting down and writing the things, um, that's why I struggle sometimes and think that I'm not a good parent because we're not going to be perfect in anything that we do in life. <clears throat> we can strive for perfection, but I know that we're not going to achieve it. Right. But I also feel that being a parent is such a weighty responsibility. It is. That you don't need to chance it with anything. And so I've been working on myself in that I don't always castigate myself if I feel like I haven't been the greatest parent. You do have that. You got it bad. I mean, Real it's bad. like we have. Real bad. We could be talking time. about, I don't know, and you're like, I'm a bad, I was a bad parent. And I'm like, girl. The funniest thing was the, the birthday realization about my birthday parties. Oh. She just went, just never. I was like, mama, it's, I didn't know to ask, but, you know, like, it's like yes, you wouldn't have known. What to, Bible study brother you, is discussing is the fact that we realized one day that he never really had birthday parties. And mama was like, yes, he did. I'm like, no, no. he didn't. <laughs> and we realized the reason I had birthday parties is because I planned them. I was very like, yo, yeah. for my birthday this year, this is what's going down. Yeah. And I only had, I think, <laughs> one birthday where I actually asked. And I was to go over like exciting and me and three other of my church members that I went to church with. Eddie didn't go. It was me. Christina, I remember Joy being there, and I don't think I don't think Eddie was there at the XI party. Well, anyway, uh, back to you, sis. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, You're a even great I mean, I went through. You like, are a great parent. What I did enjoy, really enjoy, was the. It wasn't yoga. It was something Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. Tai Chi. I really enjoyed Tai Chi. It was something I didn't think that I would like, uh, but I had never done it before. But it was so relaxing. 
And I had said that was something I was going to do on a regular basis, just never did. Uh, and then learning to breathe mm, correctly. Mm. The breathing exercise really, really centered me. I liked all of the things that they did to help us to physically be in tune with our bodies and right. our minds and to center ourselves. And I might add that this is not a faith-based organization. Like there are not Jesus banners flying everywhere. And I think as Christians, especially super saved saints, we won't do something like this because we not running the banner of Christ. Now they do advocate for faith, but they don't care what your faith is. Right. Like it's not, you have to be this or, um, but they do advocate that you need to have some faith. You, you need to have faith, mm -hmm. faith in yourself. You need, you need to have some faith. Um, and I have reached a point in my life where y'all know I love Jesus. Um, but I also, I'm not going to limit my access to complete healing or wholeness. Well, you're not going to limit God. You know? oh, and I'm not going like, to limit him. A lot of times I think we can, limit God to just what whatever it is we grew up on right we, we act as if again if he came down in a burning bush what's to stop him from coming from um the, the haven experience right. um, what's to stop him from coming from speaking to you through somebody who doesn't even believe in him right like if he right. you know he took hold of people he's he's hardened hearts and I, that sounds overly possessive in this in this or possession ish, but that's God in, in in the fact of how He created us. So I think that a lot of times our thought processes on a lot of these things, and I mean I mentioned it last episode about you know just kind of like how we joke about this as a, as a community sometimes when we don't take it as seriously. But mental health is serious. It's serious. And, and it's like, yes. you know, and I know that everybody's been on this kick. But you have to think about the power of life. It does is in its own. Right. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you know, and, and you said, like, you don't commit adultery when you commit the act. It's, it's in the mind. Therefore, it is a mental thing. It is something that you have to choose to do, which shows the importance of mental health, even in scripture. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's like you have to train yourself because it's not like you don't understand what our natural body desires and stuff in that. Like if you see somebody that's attractive, so on and so forth, we are created in a way that still says you'll see that person and think they're attractive. What you do after that is your mental, is your control, is your spirit, is your like, do I, am, am I in spaces where my flesh wants more right. mm -hmm. than what I can control with my spirit or I can control my own desires. Um, we just have to be more aware of that and being spiritual. We act as though God can't work through a psychiatrist or these people to talk about things. We go to Bible studies and everything else. And yet we won't do these same things for the body. Um, it's not like as if there are so many millions of places created for us in like Baptist in and of itself or these Christian hospitals, whatever they are, aren't, founded upon like aren't kept by like okay we got this christian doctor right is that the, it's, the banner itself yeah. is supposed to be whatever but th those are not the places we're currently creating right so we have to seek those people out we have to pray about those people and it's not saying just go out here and just start talking to whoever but pray about it seek 
And God opens the door, and I'm so thankful that he opened up the door for <coughs> me and made me um, be willing to share with people because there's so much power in your testimony. Yeah. There's so much power. Um, there's just so much power in that. And I, my life has forever been changed by that experience, and it really did, um, I would say going to Haven kind of helped me to stop putting God in a box. He's bigger than me. Yeah. I can't contain him. And so however he, wherever he wants to lead me and however he wants to make me whole, I have to be open and receptive to that. Uh, I'm so grateful that you went. And it's I'm really grateful that you went when you did because COVID struck. And if you had waited. Well, here's here's the other thing. I, I can say, generally when I go on long trips or I go on any trip and I come back, I usually have a day where I'm just like, blah, I feel horrible, I'm sick or whatever. Well, I think a couple of days afterwards, it was, guys, something's got me. I just need you to go to the store. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And put stuff out, just put it outside my room. Because y'all had told me a long time ago, when I get sick, y'all generally put stuff outside my bedroom door and you leave. We can talk on the phone and all of that, but generally, you put it outside the room and I just get it and I'm in closed in my How else would you like for me to handle it? That's the only way I want you to handle it. All right. That um, is the only. This way. is pre. This is pre-corona. Listen, I don't want I, your germs. I think I got the corona. You think you did? I was sick as a friggin' dog. Weren't you? Yes. Mm. I do remember you being sick, and I remember driving oh, I to remember. your house and placing things outside of your bedroom door. I didn't make you go outside. I don't remember what I had to get you. I had to get you some. I think I had you go get me some soup or something, or yeah, some more juice know. or something. But anyway, it's like. And all of this, like, there's we a are set rule. The there's a set. The there's right a set now. guideline on how you handle me when I get sick, and generally, that's it. I mean, we'll yeah. talk. Y'all will call and check on me, but other than that, mm. that's what you requested. Also, that's kind of what the um, head of our trio said in stone. So I just follow orders. Because <laughs> <laughs> that Listen, ain't. Because when I'm sick, that ain't it. I don't. But I also I wouldn't want you to I don't want you to get sick so just leave it outside my door like yeah, yeah and, I, and I understand that and I really and I really am more in tune to Joe getting sick. You're around little people you know all what? the time I just not that thought about give that. you infections. And of course, it's you different. Tend, when I'm if sick. I'm around, but see, here's the thing: every time I'm around Sarita and she's been around her little people, mm-hmm. my little friends, oh, her little friends. Sick. It used to get her sick, especially um, when her house was being remodeled and we were together. We lived together. I'm like, she's just saying that because I would give her pink eye. Cooties. I didn't give you cooties. I gave you pink cooties. eye. If cooties. they give me pink eye, I have to give it to you. It's like a rule. <laughs> <laughs> I so just not thought what, about that. What's your, before we get way off base and off topic, what um, do you have one thing that you feel like you took away from Haven, like your most important thing, or do you have like a, a list that you could go through? My most important thing was to not feel guilty about self-care. Right. Um, Praise God. It's still a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Amen. But I do take the time. I have days where it's like, um, 
taken an, a long shower, I mean, a long bath. I have the jets on in the jacuzzi. I am not talking to anybody. They can call all they want to. I'm in this tub, and I am taking care of me. Um, so I do have days like that. And if COVID was not an issue, because I'm not going anywhere but to work, <laughs> church, and back to my house. Hallelujah. And you come to my house. I, all I the do come. Yes, she does. All the time. But Where were you at today? Thank you. And the day before. And the day before. Mm-hmm. It's because we've been working out. Okay. Self-care again. Self-care. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, we spend a lot of time together because we do work out a lot together. We do. And so um, I'm either at your house or we're somewhere. In nature. Two Rivers or Burns Park. Or Why are you telling the people where I'm at? And see, that's going to tell you something else, too. Stop. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. So stop. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about that. No. We're not going to talk about it. Okay. But what I'm saying to you is there anything else? Because you're going to I promise I'm not. Anything else you want to talk to to speak to the people about Haven before I say what I want to say before he ushers us out? Because he was getting ready to usher, child. The other thing I did, um, I I know of some people who have experienced childhood sexual abuse, and I have um, given them the information, um, told them it would be a great thing for their loved one or for them to go to and just deal with it. I mean, you know, and a lot of people, and, and I will say this, a lot of people will say God has healed me from whatever pains and aches and, and and the angst and all the feelings that I had from um, my experience. And I honestly said to myself that, you know, I, for, I have forgiven my molesters because there's been, there was more than one. So um, I thought, Christian Beverly mm-hmm. has forgiven them, but I hadn't taken care of me. Right. Right. So this was me taking care of me. Right. And that's really what, that's the one takeaway I get from that. I remember now, like for both of you, especially for you, uh, when you first came and talked to me about it and I said, go heal. Like, cause you need to heal. Right. You know, and it, I don't know what her saying that just made me remember that sentiment of what it was because I was like, that's what we've been working on for the past 10, 11 years or actually right. longer than that since I was in high school. Um, since our first, you know, the the one family session, I think that we all may have done back then um, or even the session that I did was there's something missing. Um, we hadn't thought about it or thought about the things that we needed to heal at that time and then we get to hear where it was like go heal because everything that God has started stirring and, and preparing for you I'm like and I think I also was like 
And these are also amazing podcast episodes. And you were like, I don't think I'm going to talk we about these. We weren't even podcasting then. Or blog posts. I yeah. probably told you something that you, I'm, yeah. I'm almost positive. I was still very. We were, the podcasting was not even like, on the radar I was like, oh, I can't wait to, to do this. Because we were just reading. It wasn't that far off. I mean, I didn't know that at the time, but. Uh, yeah. I did. <laughs> or did not. Because I think I had already decided, like, I wanted to hear more. Mm-hmm. And, um. Uh, you you going to get in that healing was very important. It was very important for me. I will Both say, I will say, um, if you have unresolved issues with childhood sexual abuse, um, there's help for you. You can go to findinghope.org. They have resources um, there on the website that you can look at. They have, um, you can also find an online support group. Some groups meet in person. It's a nationwide, actually it's a worldwide thing, not even nationwide. Um, There was a lady there in my group from the UK. So um, people all over the world travel to get help and healing. Um, But healing is available um, no matter how old you are. There were women there that were in the later stages of life that were just addressing it for the first time. And you don't want to, be that person I mean if that is where you are that's fine but I would prefer for you to get the help and the healing as soon as possible um you don't necessarily have to share with your family or your friends um, but you do what you have to do to be whole you do what you have to do to be healthy people may not always be in line Um, reclaim your safe spaces right um because if like if even being alone you don't feel safe or you don't feel comfortable then you need to get that back um, that's, and, and I, I can't express how important that is, um, because I know what it feels like to be alone and still feel like, you know, so. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm an advocate for people being whole. I keep saying that, but I am an advocate for being, people being healthy, uh, because I've operated in trauma for most of my life. Um, and I guess to look at me, you would think it's not as bad as it is, but you don't know what's on the inside of me. You don't know what I go through mentally. And so I, I'm just an advocate, um, an advocate for people getting help and doing it's a, it's, it's hard to stay in survival mode all the time. And you didn't, for them to just let you know that this is basically what you've been doing your whole life is being in survival mode. Yeah. Um, to release that and let your limbic system work right properly. Yeah. And it's amazing. It, it, I will say, I said it again, I said it in the other podcast, but for me to realize that a lot of the way I think is not healthy was eye opening for me. Cause you think, you know what healthy is. And then you're like, Oh, everybody in the world don't think like this. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I guess Cause in those situations, <laughs> what you end up doing, cause a lot of what I've heard, um, from y'all and, and um, other people with experiences that are close to me is I don't want these things to happen to this person. So you start sacrificing yourself. Oh, right. 100%. You sacrifice yourself and you never get away from you that. You never get away. You stay sacrificing So you don't know how you're sacrificing your yourself right. because That's it's true. like if it's, excuse me. <coughs> Ooh, this family, y'all should have had some water. If it's, um, <laughs> If it's time, if it's okay, you know, and it's always time because whether it's work, I, you know, you stay in your work because you want 
a certain level of financial success, um, whether it's you dive even more into your family because you don't want to address things. You, you see, oh, apparently I'm some sort of important glue and the truth of my things will just shatter it all. And like you take so much unto yourself mm-hmm. while sacrificing yourself. Right. And it's not even your place to do that. All yeah. burdens, you're not supposed to take your burdens and carry them with you or say, well, you know, Lord, I'm just going to keep sacrificing myself. I and mean, like, uh, it's not your place to do. I sent someone to you for that. Right. And yeah. you can put that back at my feet now. And you're like, right. no, I just want to carry these things. And so, like you said, like, it's not something I would think about. Because, I mean, I know I do have parts of that just f- probably from learning the behavior yeah you learn the behavior from people that weren't healed and whole like i'm teaching you wrong you think that's the way life (laughs) is supposed to happen and it's not like and so i think that's you know the generational curses the things that Mm -hmm. the pain that we have that we don't address we give it to our children our children you know so Mm -hmm. i I, like i'm just a big advocate for doing what you can to be a healthy whole person um guys there's hope for you there is healing for you god is the ultimate healer and he has resources here on earth that you can tap into um to get to your best self Hallelujah. that's it that's all the end of course that's not it i mean and that's not all okay because you can get more of this over at BibleStudyGirl.com where there are blog posts every day. And on Saturdays, you get the Bible Study Girl podcast. If you want to interact with us on Instagram, it's underscore Bible Study Girl. On Twitter, it's Bible Study Girl, the number two. On Facebook, find us Bible Study Girl. Like the page so you can keep up with each and every post of everything that you want to do. And also remember, if you have a walk that you want to talk about, because we are about the walk, we are about um, talking about God and faith, you can email us at BibleStudyGirl2019 at gmail.com. But you can also email us at GrayAreaAnime uh, at, g- gray at com. Anyway, they, you, us, no, we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching. Don't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah.